Welcome to the Criminal Tax Files. I'm your host, Robert Nordlander, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the fraud referral process. Well, you may ask, what's a fraud referral? Well, a fraud referral is when the civil side sees that there potentially is criminal violations during a civil audit or a civil collection activity. If they have a firm indication of fraud, they're required to turn that over to the criminal investigation side of the IRS. When it's done, there is a process in which they do that. In the fraud referral, the civil side will summarize the situation that they believe is a criminal activity and will turn it over to the criminal investigations for evaluation. During that period of time, they when they f- complete the form, they will send it to IRSCI for evaluation, and it goes up through management and then goes back down to the level of the special agent. The special agent will be assigned this case, and he or she will look at it. And from the time CI gets this package until they discuss it with the civil side, there's a 10 days. So from the time CI gets it, there's a 10-day window. They're supposed to look at it. And after that, during those 10-day window, they're supposed to set up a meeting with the special agent, special agent supervisor, the civil side, the civil side supervisor, and also the fraud enforcement advisor as well, the FEA. It used to be called an FTA or fraud technical advisor. So there'd be something called a five-way conference. That's lingo for all five of them get together in a room and discuss this case. Now, why is this important? It's because if there is a situation where a taxpayer potentially could have criminal liability, these are the type of questions that are asked by the criminal investigations to the civil side. One of them is whether or not returns were solicited. Now, all this is in the Internal Revenue Manual 9.4.1.5.1.3.2. It's called a 10-day conference, but in CI lingo, it's called a five-way. Well, the first question they asked are, were the returns solicited? Did the civil side actually try to get returns in general? Second of all, were attempts made to resolve the civil issue? Now, remember, criminal investigation is not interested in the case in which the civil side has already been resolved. So one of the questions that they're going to ask the civil side is, did you attempt to resolve the civil issues? Or what prior actions involving the alleged offense or similar past offense have happened? Now, is this the first time it's happened or is this the tenth time it's happened? So it's very important to understand when a tax attorney or a criminal tax attorney is involved before it becomes a fraud referral, what questions CI is actually asking. Some other things that they're going to also ask is the age, because the age is very important. The health of the individual. Is the individual mentally or physically disabled? That makes a difference for jury appeal. The education level is also a jury appeal issue, as well as a willfulness issue. In the occupation of this individual in which supposedly there was criminal activity. And the last question they're also going to ask is the availability of records. Why is this important? Because where are the records? Were the records destroyed in a flood to where it's not really the taxpayer's fault? Can CI even get the records? Sometimes they're at international banks. And the banks do not turn over the records. Well, there's no case. No evidence, no records, no case.
So these types of things are also asked. In addition, other questions are asked, but probably not in the IRM that's listed here. But other questions are asked from a veteran point of view. What makes IRS criminal investigations the last resort to get this taxpayer's attention? CI wants to be the last resort, not the first one. As well as, is the taxpayer just being obnoxious or ignoring people? Because, you know, sometimes people get offended if they're trying to get their taxpayer's attention and they just ignore them. Well, ignoring the tax, ignoring a revenue officer or a civil agent is not necessarily a crime, but it can be obnoxious. And we want to make sure that from a, from a criminal investigation side that it's not becoming a personal issue. And that'll be about it. So why is this important? Well, it's important because in order to stop a fraud referral, there needs to be an understanding of what questions CI is asking. And in order to stop a fraud referral, the best thing to do is to comply with the civil side. Because that is the question that CI is going to be asking the civil side is, did what did you do? Did you solicit the information? And what attempts were, were made to resolve the civil issue? If no attempts were made then they're probably going to give the case back to the civil side and say, you need to fix this. But more than likely, attempts have been made, and it's probably going to be a good fraud referral. So just to let you know, fraud referrals, 10 days, CI has to look at it and have a conference, which is called a five-way. After that, CI has to evaluate this package and they have 30 days to do so. And within 30 days, they're supposed to look at all the information that the civil side actually turned over to look at other information that's possibly available through law enforcement records. And then they'll determine whether or not they will take the case. So um, if CI takes the case, then when they will put what is called control codes on it, a 914 control code, which then tells civil side to stop any civil activity because CI now has the case. So there you go. Five-way conference was discussed. Age, health, education, occupation, availability of records, were the returns solicited, what attempts were made to resolve the civil issues, and what actions did the IRS take prior to this. Maybe this is not the first time, maybe it's the tenth time that this taxpayer has gone through. Hope this helps. I spent over 20 years as a special agent with IRS criminal investigation. And during conferences between a federal prosecutor and defense attorney, I was the resource that both attorneys relied on, which put the defense at a disadvantage. That is why I wrote the book, Criminal Tax Secrets, What Every Defense Attorney Should Know. This book is an insider's guide to evaluating every stage of a criminal tax investigation. From the civil audit to sentencing, you will know what questions to ask, what documents to review, and the common weaknesses in every tax investigation. Criminal Tax Secrets, what every defense attorney should know. Get your paperback or Kindle version today, only at Amazon. Thank you for listening to The Criminal Tax Files. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. The Criminal Tax Files podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not legal or financial advice. If you are facing a criminal tax investigation, 
please seek legal assistance or contact us for a referral. The Criminal Tax Files is a production of Nordlander CPA, PLLC, a forensic accounting firm near Greensboro, North Carolina. To learn more about our services, please visit us at nordlandercpa.com or visit the show notes in this episode.